The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. and welcome to the panel discussion. I am one of your three hosts today, Greg Knowlton, and I am very excited to be joined again by my good friend. This is Will. And uh, he's been MIA for two weeks helping Micah Hyde from Taylor Swift. Not Micah Hyde, but helping Micah Hyde (laughs) from Taylor Swift. And that is our other good friend. Matt. No, I'm back, everybody. Happy to be back. It's been a little while. Uh... But I'm excited. I'm ready. It's uh, I miss I miss comic book talk. He was so. cozying up to Tom Hiddleston to try to you know make Taylor Swift kind of lay off Micah, but a little bit. It hasn't worked yet. A little bit. The song I'm is still in the works. <laughs> also, for our good friend Johnny Townsend, listen. I'm trying to I'm trying to woo Marvel to cast Nicolas Cage as Cyclops. So. <sighs> And with that, we're back down to <laughs> just the whole X Men should just be Nicolas Cage. Yes, thank you. Just, just Nicolas Cage portraying want, every character in the X Men. I want like Nicolas a Medea Cage. movie. Yeah, like, yeah, like, uh, yeah. Was that was that the Nutty Professor? Would yeah, Murphy exactly. Play I would take a all Professor practical X. effects. I'll take no CGI needed. Professor X, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> if be I perfect. could do Nicolas Cage, I would. Right totally now, perfect. Oh, that would be great. I'm gonna you totally when I get home. I'm gonna use that reface <laughs> app and just put Nicolas Cage as various X Men characters. <laughs> Mystique. Yeah. I think I think you do that. You print off some posters. I think we got it. Yeah, we'll put them up around town. There you go. Nicolas Jeez. Cage for X Men. But yeah. All right. See you guys. Uh, see you guys in another two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bomb dropper. Speaking of uh, DC fandom, the first half Hall of Heroes just wrapped this past weekend. So Tons of news. so good. <sighs> This is it was refreshing uh, to see this because it's been a long time since I've been like excited for DC. Yes, anything. Yeah, yeah. video games. Oh, that uh, video game for oh. Suicide Squad looks insane. Oh, yeah. And the Gotham Knights, and then the you know the movies. Like I was like, okay, all right, DC, you got me hooked back again. What do you got? You know, yep. I, I I hope you can follow through and live up to the hype. It's it's a big deal. Did you see the castings for who King Shark and Superman were for that Suicide Squad game? I did not. Samoa Joe is really? King Shark, and none other than John Cena is Superman. That's awesome. If you look at that face, that's John Cena. That's awesome. 100%. That's awesome. Hit the mainstream. Oh, I just noticed your wristbands. It's oh sweet. yeah, yeah. That's really cool. Um, yeah. So so we got. A couple movie trailers. The first one is probably the biggest of the two as far as content-wise, and that's the Suicide Squad trailer with 32 cast members. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little much. It, it was, was not ha- much of a trailer. It was Yeah, it was more like a besi- behind-the-scenes expose. And then, announced and then just nightmare fodder of Weasel. <laughs> I, I am, I am going to forever be tormented by that lazy-eyed abomination it's of beautiful. weasel it's beautiful that, he's gonna steal the show oh, i guarantee yeah. you're if gonna he lasts more than 10 minutes no it doesn't matter if he lasts 10 <laughs> seconds he is going to steal the show there's going to be weasel merch everywhere i loved so i was trying to figure out so i knew nathan fillion is arm fall off boy but they're calling him tdk and i was like what the heck could that mean yeah they have the detachable kid Oh, that's fantastic. Which is, should have been his name in the first place. That's amazing. <laughs> that is the greatest <laughs> name. 
I'm all for it. I can't wait to see that. I feel like this is going to give a lot of like Deadpool 2 vibes specifically as far as like, you know, especially that scene in Deadpool where he drops in with the X-Force and they all just dead. Yeah, I mean, oh, there's so many characters that... There's no way everybody's going to get their proper share of screen time. Like, I, I was looking at that thing. I'm like, ooh, John Cena's in this movie. He gone. You know, no. he's, he's for sure. I mean, you, you just can't. Like, even Endgame, once, like, the portal scene happened and all those characters were there, all these established characters were there, it was a muddled mess, and not everybody got, like, an appropriate amount of screen time. And it's not going to, like, it's it's just not going to happen with Suicide Squad. There's if you try that, it's just not going to work. There's going to no. be a scene where they land into the mission, and it's just half the team is dead. They're going to get bombed, or the helicopter's going to crash. I could see, uh, I, don't, I honestly don't know if they're going to do that route, because I think people are going to be expecting it so much. Yeah. Um, I think they're, I could see them doing something where Amanda Waller's just to differentiate it from Deadpool, yeah. where Amanda Waller's just sitting there like, bomb, bomb, <laughs> bomb, bomb. Yeah. Like, or we might even get them in yeah. the first half, like the, the se- half the team might not even be in the first half of the film or the second half of the film. It could be the, the Suicide Squad run, blah, 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 the latest Rebirth Suicide Squad run where they go on a mission, something goes wrong and she goes, kill this kill that pin on them and they just turn around and drop half of them yeah yeah i think they might do something along those lines just differentiate it because when they did that to volatile in the comic books i was like pardon wait a minute what yeah yeah (laughs) no it's 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 really cool so it's got people talking though oh yeah and it's a it's a pretty cool roster i like that they're um i mean suicide squad we we've talked about it before they have a it's a pretty deep like list of villains but they are reaching like, and this isn't like disrespect or anything, but they're reaching for the bottom of the barrel. Polka dot man. Yeah, they're they're legit trying to get like, you know, Marvel's done a good job of, of making irrelevant comic book characters relevant, and I think DC is trying that right now. They're putting yeah. some of these characters yep. to the forefront. That I just you wanted might not Condiment King, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Egghead. Missed <laughs> so out. Vincent Price coming back, baby. <laughs> so many good ones. Missed opportunity, but. Uh, but yeah, I, I like to see the little mix-up because I mean, I'm not like, I'm not, I don't know deep DC lore, and a lot of people don't. I, no. I don't think a lot. I don't think a lot. It's of like me do. and Will. You know? <laughs> I, when you, people think of DC, you think of the like DC villains. You think of Batman's entire rogues gallery. For sure, a couple big ones for Superman, Green Lantern, you know, Flash, some of the major characters. But these smaller time ones are a little diff- are different, unique. So I'm well, really I, glad to see that they're. I, I feel that uh, Marvel kind of different differentiates their who they pay attention to as far as character wise yeah. i mean dc's always just had the, the main triad yeah. the wonder woman superman batman and occasionally you'll get the seven yeah but it's really the big three yeah i was a little sad killer croc's not gonna be in it i'm king shark is a good trade-off and with steve aggie behind it it's gonna be hilarious oh i'm sure i'm i think sure. they wanted king shark originally yes but due to budget restraints they yeah. had to settle for killer croc mm. um i don't know i think it's it's I mean, who? Just Harley Quinn's coming back, and Captain Boomerang. Those are the Boomer only two. And Flag. Oh, oh yeah, Flag. Rick Flag's yeah. in it, and, and he, then, but he looks totally different. Yeah, like Amanda Waller's in it. He's not just some GI Joe. Like he's more of the. He looks like how he does in the in the, in the comics, book with yeah, the with yellow the, shirt. Yep, and yeah, everything. Yeah. Yep. So that was a nice touch. I'm glad they're going that route. Uh, and then Bloodsport for Idris Elba, totally different. You know, I did not see that. I wasn't expecting that at all. Bronze Tiger, Black Spider, or I was expecting maybe like a two a total flip around and Sportsmaster, but yeah, not, not Bloodsport. Nope. Yeah, that's cool. Ah, I really like it. The mask is incredible. Uh, I'm I'm all for it. Yeah. Let me read off the cast for the listeners who don't really know. 
Uh, what's going on? Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, obviously. Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flag, Idris Elba, Bloodsport, Elisa, Elise Braga, Solsoria, Pete Davidson. He's going to kill it. Blackguard. Uh, Blackguard. He doesn't have the shield in the mace so far, though, which makes me a little uncomfortable. We'll see. Pete yeah. Davidson movies make me cringe. Uh, <laughs> J- Jai Courtney, Captain Boomerang, Nathan Fillion, TDK, Viola Davis, Amanda Waller, Michael Rooker, which is, uh, you know, Yandu. He's going to be Savant. John Cena is playing Peacemaker. Sean Gunn is Weasel. David Dastmalchian <laughs> as Polka Dot Man. Uh, Peter Capaldi as The Thinker. Storm Reed as Tyla. And there's several others. There's Mongo- a- I think Mongol is Mongo, there. Yeah. Uh, um, King Shark, obviously. Yeah, Kayla Hoover, Camilla, Flula Borg, Javelin, yep. Jennifer Holland, oh, yeah. Amelia <laughs> Harcourt. Yep. Mailing, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce that last name. Mongol. Uh, Joaquin Cosio, General Mateo Suarez. Uh, yeah, Steve Aggie. King yeah. Shark. Yeah. I love Flula Borg, so I'm super pumped for him to be a superhero. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just crazy. Um, and then the one thing I, I, or two things, one of them I just forgot in my head though. Um, but the one main thing was like a lot of the buzz has been around Harley Quinn's new suit. She's going to the black and red and it's more, I feel like it more, looks like more out of the Arkham games. Yeah. And I dig it. I think it's awesome. I love the switch. Um, and, and a lot of people like the other suit. It's a little, this one's a little less juggalette to me. For sure. And I, I like it a little more. It looks more classic Harley Quinn. Um, I like all the different looks they're giving her. Like, yeah. uh, um, I mean... Har- har- they fit y- just about every aspect. Yeah, Birds of, of Prey was just straight out of the animated series. Yep. That was, was Harley's Day night. Off. That was just yeah. last night. Um, I mean, it's straight out of that cartoon. It's yeah. great. And then I think they did, when the in the flashbacks for Suicide Squad, they did the, the red and black. Yep. Like yeah, Jester, the, yeah like, the classic look. Yeah. Which is pretty neat. So yeah, they, they're giving her a little range, and which yeah. is cool. I I think she's a kind of character you can switch up a suit for, which is fine. Yeah, she just wears whatever she wants. It'll be yeah. nice because this Halloween, when everybody dresses up as Harley Quinn again, they have options. They won't be cold this <laughs> time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that was pretty big. Uh, and I, I mean, I guess we'll stay in the movie, the realm of movies, yeah. the Batman. It didn't do it for me. What? <gasps> I love this. No, this Explain. is great. I'm glad you <laughs> I, I watched the trailer, and it didn't get me excited at all. And I'm no? a huge Robert Pattinson fan. I love Matt Reeves. Really? I think I'm at a point now with there being so many superhero movies, they need to be over the top for me, for That's me to fair. get excited. Like, gritty, grounded. I don't think I want that in my comic book movies anymore. See, so for They've me, they tried that a lot. I know what you're saying. I'm a big Batman Year One fan and like yeah. Detective Batman, and that's totally the vibe I feel we're getting. Um, they said it's based off a Jack Nicholson movie, and I can't think of the name of the movie now. Uh, but it's a crime movie where literally oh, Chinatown. Yes. Yeah. So they're okay. basing a lot of it off Chinatown. Yeah. And um, I love the different Riddler, but I like the idea that it's a second year Batman. They purposely gashed up the suit and said it they wanted it to look beat up and like a prototype. Like yeah. he's been putting it together himself this whole time. Um and we're gonna get a Batman that kind of still doesn't know what he's doing. And I don't think we've had that on TV yet or on movies yet. I think it's all been this like very sure of himself, knows how to do his job. Batman, who's like established with everything, like even though Bell was an origin story, yeah, he didn't feel like he didn't know what was going on ever. I mean, and this even goes like just rewatchability for me. Like, I'm not sitting at home going, I want to watch Nolan's Batman. Don't get me wrong, I think all three films yeah. are fantastic, but it's not something that I'm like, 
oh, yeah, I can just throw that on in the background and do X, Y, Z. Um, but that's just me. Like, I'm, that's I'm, fair. I, I, I'll definitely watch it, but I was more excited for the Suicide Squad than I was for Batman. And I think that's fair, and I think that's one of the reasons, like, Marvel has been shining is they have a good job. They do a good job at, like, keeping it serious but funny at the same time. Yeah. But I, I'm curious. I think Batman does need to be this, like, almost like Sin City-esque, like deep, dark, gritty detective movie sometimes. And and then it might be different too because I didn't really grow up with the... I, I had the animated series, which was kind of in that realm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really watch too much of the Adam West or anything like that, and that might change it a lot for me if I was used to that like different side of Batman, that lighter side. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the one thing I do love is that they're really sticking to their guns with this multiverse. Yes. Yeah. As far as the films, yeah. um, things they I feel that way they can focus on just making the best movies they yep. can make. Yeah. Which it's it's not it's at this point it's like you can't be linear. All right. You got Wonder Woman still going, Aquaman still going, no. Batman you're jumping around already, Superman probably because I th- I don't I don't know what the deal with Henry Cavill. Yes, he's still in. He's still he's in. in. He might actually have a big role in Black Adam. Is okay. one of the things we're hearing is like. It might be Black Adam versus Superman for the finale of that. Okay. Which so, I'll take. I think they, they mentioned that they're planning on using Superman the way Marvel uses Hulk. Yes. Which is great. You yeah. have to. Right. Yeah. Just because he's too powerful. Yeah. So. It, it's His movies are like... Yeah. Oh, who's he gonna lose to? Oh, until like, and they beat Doomsday already. Or, yeah, uh, that was a Devastator, waste. Oh. and now Doomsday is gonna kind of be dropped in. Which with with that said. Uh, four-part series, four-part hour-long episodes for the Zack Snyder oh, re- that, release. I, I, like, I, I was watching that trailer, and I was pumped for it, but all I could think of was Night Owl and Silk Spectre yep. and uh, Archie. Which he just did on they purpose. Used, oh, yeah, they used the same song. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> he, he literally did that on purpose. He like, I'm sure he did. There's no way that, uh, that nope. that's... That's just trolling is what that is. <laughs> I think uh, what's-his-face, um, Pat Wilson, actually shared, like, the I know nice. this song. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> With a little bit of, like, a little owl emoji and then the trailer, <laughs> which is awesome. Um, but, yeah, so that that's going to be broken into four hours. So that means, like, the movie itself was released, what, two and a half? So I think so, yeah. So there's an hour and a half of extra content we didn't get uh, in the Justice League movie. I didn't watch it. So Justice this League, is going to be totally uh, new to me. Yeah, it's very moshy as far as tone. Yeah. You could totally tell. Um, but I mean, th- that was the other thing. Ben Affleck's coming back. Yeah, is Batman yeah. for Flashpoint Time and was, Keaton. Timing was interesting. And Keaton. Yeah. yeah. And the uh, Keaton announcement is he might be doing the same thing. He might be just like Superman. They might sprinkle Keaton across of multiple movies. That's crazy. Keep him busy. Oh, I'm like keep him busy. Yes, <laughs> I'm so excited. That's so good, so good. Oh, there's so much. We got a new Flash suit. There was a lot of DC news. Um, we got a sneak peek at Cheetah in 1984. Yep. We finally got to see her full transformation. Oh, I didn't see the trailer, but I seen oh. it was out. It was good. Yeah. No, yeah. it's uh, it's not something I'm chomping at the bit for, but. I want to see. I loved the first Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, I think I thought it was like the best DC movie at that time. And now I I feel like there's been Aquaman did a great job as well. Shazam's uh, number one in my heart. Shazam right now. is oh, also Shazam, number one. Shazam's in my awesome. Yeah. That was so well done. Yeah. Like that my w- kids will actually sit down and watch Shazam. It's so much fun. So so much. And fun. that was one of those like castings. I was like, oh, Zachary Levi. 
Oh. He had a chip on his shoulder, though, after the way Marvel did him dirty. Yeah. So he had a he lot to prove. He did a great prove. job. No, I loved it. I thought it was great. He did really good. Yeah, and I think he was miscast by Marvel. He definitely could have been a different character yeah. than, than yeah. who he was. Who was? He, he was Fandral yeah. in Thor. Oh, well, yeah. He yeah, only played right. Fandral in Thor 2 and 3. Yeah. Well, 3, it was. I think his only line was, oh! And Josh <laughs> Dallas was in the first one, and then... Yeah. But I guess they wanted Zachary Levi originally, but filming... Yeah, problems. It wasn't a possibility. So I thought the guy in Thor one was better, to be honest with you, in yeah. that role. He's well. That's what he's good at. He's from uh, Once Upon a Time, and he plays Prince Charming, and okay. that's like that's his thing. Yeah. He's really yeah. good okay. at that kind of character. No, I thought he rocked it in the first Thor. Uh, but yeah, I think that's everything right now for the DC news. We about doing the video games. Uh, we do you want to talk video games? We can a little bit. We, I mean, so I know we do it. We're gonna do it this week for Squad White. Yep. But I mean, I guess we could talk a little bit about it. What did you audience. think? You're and plus we we now have a will. Yeah. Video game. What was your uh, thoughts on like Gotham Knights? Uh I'm not a huge video game guy to be honest with you. That's fair. Uh I think a lot of that stems from the fact that I didn't have a video game system till I was in high school. Really? Cuz I was fat and my mom <laughs> was like the last thing we need is you sitting down <laughs> playing video games. That's so amazing. you don't get That's video amazing. games. <laughs> So I had to lose weight in order to get video games. <laughs> That's absolutely All amazing. Right. So, which then actually worked to my benefit because when you're sitting there just watching a movie, your hands are free, so you're eating. If you're playing video games, your hands are busy. You're not eating. So it worked against the way my mother intended. Um, but, I mean, I can't really blame her because I'm the same kid that, like, she paid me 20 bucks one year to not go trick-or-treating. So I, I just sat at home and I handed out candy. And then the next day I went to the store and bought all $20 worth of candy that was on discount. <laughs> <laughs> and then came home. So she was super mad because it's like I got a bunch of candy and I didn't get any exercise. You're a tactical genius. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> so, um, but I mean, the Arkham Knights game from from what I did play, I really enjoyed them. Yeah. So the Gotham Knights you get to play as the new four, which is sweet. And you, you get Red Hood, Robin, uh, Batgirl, and Nightwing. Yeah, nice. Um, and it's it Batman's dead. So I'm curious to see if they do like Battle for the Cowl, or is it what what Robin are you? Are you Tim? Uh, I I think it might be Damien. I don't actually know. Okay, yeah, they're pushing Damien a it's lot. It's not really yeah, clear. I love Damien. Damien. Yeah. Uh, one of my things right now, if you've watched Umbrella Academy, is I'm pushing for number five to be Damien Wayne. He'd be perfect. He'd be a great Damian Wayne. <laughs> yeah, he is great. And he's the right age right now. Got the right Yeah, he would he would be cool. Yeah. Right cocky attitude, yeah. that like crap eating grin, like it's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. Um so yeah, I think that is official DC News. Uh there's a part two. So originally this was gonna be one event. They split Hall of Heroes or split Fandom into Hall of Heroes, and then on September fifteenth or sixteenth, they're doing a second event. Um, which I think might give us more comic book news and, and things along that lines. Nice. Which I'm super happy about. I think that's awesome that it's gonna be uh two separate pieces. But with that said, there was one quick thing. You might be interested in this, especially Will. Um McFarlane is releasing a new round of toys. And I'm trying to find the name of them. And it's literally just animals with robotic. Oh yeah, I saw those. The the Cygor is yes. fantastic. Yeah, it's He's just like a huge yeah. a shark with like a like a you got the shark, they jaw. got the uh 
The shark, the gorilla. Yep. I think there was like a velociraptor or something. Yeah, there was a velociraptor. And then go? I want to say there's a, Is it an alligator? Maybe. Now I'm. It was Cygor, right? Cygor is the gorilla. He, he was actually a character in the Spawn comics. Oh, he was. That's right. But yeah, he looks awesome. He's huge. Oh, Raw 10. That's what it's called. <laughs> Raw ten, yeah, and it's it's really cool. It's very simple, to be honest. Like yeah, they're definitely geared more toward kids, but the sculpt is still fantastic. Yeah, it's a, again, this is something that feels. It's, we've ex- it's about a Walmart it. exclusive, which makes sense. Wow, um, they're already going pretty quick. Really, uh, the raw ten, the shark, he out, he out of stock. Wow. The gorilla, out of stock. Yeah, the so, shark is already selling for fifty bucks on eBay. Yeah, the shark <laughs> uh, flippers yeah, gotta Walmart, love them on Walmart.com. Twenty bucks for those. The raptor is ten dollars roughly, and There's a he's cobra. still in stock. There's a cobra. oh yes, the cobra. I know a lot of people were buying that for their GI Joe armies. Battle snake, he's called. <laughs> those are it's, pretty cool. It's it's super nineties though. It's very yeah, like, yeah. and I, I it's dig. tough. It's tough to get your hands on a lot of these toys right now because with everything going on in the world. Uh, Walmart, that's their lat. They're not concerned about the toys. Nope. And they haven't reset for the fall reset. So they have a whole month to do it. So they have probably boxes and cases and cases of these new toys that aren't getting to the floor that should. So It's good to know, though, if, to keep an eye out for them. Yeah, that's why like, I would I would stay away from flippers for a while. Um, these toy companies are doing their best to try to get the product in the hands of the of the people that want it. Yeah, it's and that's the thing right now. Production is really behind on a lot of these toy companies. I play a game called Warhammer, and like half of their website is still out. Yeah, uh, it doesn't help their European company, so shipping yep. from Games yep. Workshop is tough. But yeah, these production companies like they're only releasing as much as they can. Yep, Funko's pushed back everything from August to November. Lego, they had stuff that was supposed to come out in August. They had to push it back till September because the. Uh, for, especially for the North American market. So there were Lego sets that came out in Europe, and they've already been out for three months, and we still can't even get them here in the that's States. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's the thing. But that's it, it's, I'm super excited um, just for these like little toy company or these little toy lines that are popping up that are non-mainstream. I just hope that Walmart and Target, because that's really all we have now, do a good job of keeping them stocked. Yeah. Because there's a lot of times where like they won't put them out for months, and then when they do put them out, they're already marked down. Yeah. So these toy companies aren't going to make if more lines in the series if they didn't sell well. When in reality, they would have if they got to the yeah. floor when they should have. If it's not like Star Wars or Marvel or something, it feels like there's not as much focus or Disney. Like No. It, yeah, the toy thing has been like monopolized. It's very hard for like independent toys to kind of break through nowadays. For sure. Yeah. We need uh, toy stores. We need them back. We need toys. Yeah, it, it's, it's like pro wrestling, Marvel, yeah. DC, Maybe some but, Pokemon. Well, they own it, but like this is like original. It's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, right. and it's good to see that it is doing so well, and that there are you know the pre-sales kind of doing well. But, um, but yeah, it is very hard for independent toys. It's got to that McFarlane name slapped on it, which helps a ton. Like having him tied to it at all, I think makes a huge difference because collectors are interested in it. Yeah, because it's McFarlane. So that's that's pretty awesome. Um, with that said, that's our toy talk for today. A little minor. We got some books to read. Got some books around here. We do. Do you mind if I start? Yeah, you can start. All right. Thanks, man. You're not uh, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you better not have like went and picked the issue I told you I was gonna do. Oh, I totally did. 
No, Good thing. I, know. I read a I'm, lot. I'm a simpleton. Uh, all right. So what? I think last time I was on here, I might have did Sonic. Yeah, I'm gonna read Sonic. I really enjoy video game comic books because just like, it's just it's an alternate way to look at it. Sometimes if the, if done right, I think it it could be pretty well. And that's why you're gonna be talking video game com- or video games with me from now on on Squad Wipe, right? That's right. That's something that's we're gonna exactly tell people it. now, so you know to listen. Yeah, to Squad Wipe Gaming, because Matt joined me there. I did <laughs> on Thursday, right? Yeah. Thursday of the episode we wanted out. Friday mornings. <laughs> Friday mornings. That's what it was. It's been a. Bro, it's been a long time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, but so I decided to go another video game one. I've covered several like this before, uh, but I went with uh, it's a Mortal Kombat Four Ooh. comic book. All right, it's a limited edition. Uh, it's interesting. It's it's oh. pretty cool. It's almost like a uh, it's like a precursor to that. No, did you play MK Four? You oh, I was an MK guy. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so well, the, you were like arcades, right? That was oh yeah, your Aladdin's world. Castle. Oh, I miss that place <laughs> so much. I mean, I have an arcade machine in my house, so you do. What? I do. I have the Ninja Turtle arcade machine. You probably told me about that, Cowabunga. but I'm just, just going to pretend like I'm surprised again. It's it's fantastic. I'm so jealous. I think I told you about it. I probably like told a million times. fifteen hours ago. <laughs> Has it been that long? <laughs> long day. I'm so tired. I've been here for ten hours. <laughs> I'm so tired. I almost hate this place. <laughs> I almost hate this place. Um, so, yeah, I went MK4, guys, with this book, and it's uh, it's a limited edition. Uh, but the cover's actually pretty neat. It uses, uh, I'm not going to say video game graphics, but they definitely had an inspiration as far as what the cover was. Uh, it looks like they oh, yeah. superimposed, like the, not like the, uh, what are they, FMV videos, full motion video. Those kind of renderings, they put it in comic book form, and it actually looks... Uh, like almost like an Alex Ross style. A little bit, a little bit. Uh, so it's pretty neat. So it starts off, uh, and MK4 is like an interesting time in MK history too because this was the first one in, in 3D. And yep. we talked about this earlier, how early, you know, well, for Squad Wipe, that early three-dimensional games were... Very blocky. Yeah, the graphics were hard. I love the playability of this game, but the graphics it are a little nauseating. Well. No. <laughs> it did not <laughs> age well at all. At all. So, but it starts off after it. Um, so the realms are kind of starting to split. Queen Sendell is taking over. Uh, she's regained Adania because that was the big thing. Uh, big aspect of that MK3 storyline is that Dania and Outworld, they split again. And, and she's there. And she's actually sentencing Reptile to, uh, to, to the dungeons. Hard labor and the cobalt mines of Shokan. Uh, you'll pay for this, Sendell. I'll destroy you and your people. And. That was kind of that. So uh, Tanya, was, who's a character that introduced in MK4, she actually yeah. comes forward. She's introduced here uh, and meets with Queen Sindel, and, and they give her some kind of, it's like this orb thing. And Sindel, it, it's supposed to give, like, uh, it's, you look at it, it'll see your heart's desire when you gaze upon it. And Sindel just is looking at it, and the, somebody in a cloak that came with Tanya goes, ah, just as I had planned. It, almost it would just looks, be pizza if it was me. Probably. It wouldn't <laughs> take much. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make love to this pizza. <laughs> uh, so it cuts over to now. So Katana, which is it, it was kind of cool because I recall this scene in MK Gold, which was the Sega Dreamcast version of four. Um, well, something like it. The the Shokan and the uh, oh the what are they called? The Centaurs. They're debating. They're like having discussion. We want our land back. This and that. Shao Kahn promises this. Well, Katana's playing hardball. Shao Kahn is dead. 
And so she's not really playing that game. One of the centaurs go to attack Katana, and Goro appears out of nowhere. Oh, this is a big deal back in 1999 because Goro technically, by arcade standards, hasn't been around since the first time K game. Yeah, yeah. Storylines, sake, and, and all this. So this is a big surprise for him to kind of come back. because he fell down. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Those are $500 sunglasses, asshole. My favorite so line of that good. movie. So good. <laughs> favorite line of that movie. Lyndon Just the way his eyes bug out of his head when Johnny Cage hits him in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's puppeteering at its finest. Good so job, good. Uncle Pat. Good job. <laughs> yeah, uh, <that's> right. <laughs> but, yeah, so Goro comes and he actually saves Princess Katana. Uh, and, you know, he's, he's trying to deal with the negotiations for land and this and that, trying to prevent a war, and all of a sudden they look outside a window and there's this big explosion from where Queen Sindel's castle is. Oh, boy. And out of it comes the new bad guy from K4, Shinnok. Oh, yeah. He's with Raiko and Scorpion, because Scorpion is kind of like owned by him a little bit. His soul is kind of owned by him. And Quan Chi, and it shows that they attacked Queen Sindel and this and that. There's a bunch of dragon people things devil demon whatever they're attacking you know they're attacking the different realms and uh it's yeah it's really it's ju- kind of jumps all over the place you get to run through the heroes Liu kang and, and kai who was like a temper like a real quick character from k4 they're doing some training they're approached by uh fujin and sub-zero and and eventually johnny cage sonya and jacks and all these characters they get approached and they're, they're just kind of discussing what What's going on? You know, the Earth Realm's getting invaded. All the Elder Gods are getting attacked. What's going on? And uh, it's it's it honestly it, it feels like a setup, like it's serving to set up MK4, which is really neat. I, this is what I like about these various comic books because you know video games are. I, I I fall in love with video game lore. I don't know about you know some of you guys like Resident Evil. I'm a huge fan of Resident Evil, and I can sit on like a Resident Evil wiki page and just kind of look up stuff and just trying to understand that world better and this like sets up the video games there's so much that happens in between video games that we just don't know and uh the comic books are a good like segue into all that so they prepare for battle uh and and they go through this portal and they're in the nether realm and quan chi's waiting for them and it's uh and uh, welcome humans what welcome to a mortal combat like you've never seen before and it says in the bottom corner to be continued in mk4 so oh, wow. it was That's legit served as a setup nice. Uh, which is cool. I'm all for it. I'm That's all a, for it. I wish they did stuff like that more often. I feel like we get it a little bit with some of the movies nowadays, but like with the, yeah, the prelude comics. Yeah, yeah. Marvel. Marvel's done it with some of the their superhero movies, but yeah, I, I think like why isn't this route explored more? There are some video game comic books, and you know I've read some. There's going to be some read eventually, but why not like tie comic books to video games? Years of War's done it. They've also done it with novels. Um, Borderlands has done it, but like I think, wa- like it's definitely says especially because people who play video games usually enjoy visuals more than they like reading, and uh, that's not like to be rude. It's just like that's one of the reasons you play video games is for that like visual experience nowadays. I feel like yeah. So to sit down with a book and like see everything as you know it already would be is awesome and a great like way to tie certain kinds of books together and certain kinds of uh, games together. Right. Right. Yeah, I just, yeah, I, I, I just think it's like, it, it's, it's such a, uh, you know, just an unexplored, uh, you know, just route. It, it could be done so much better. So, yeah. but I, I do want to see more of this. Yeah, especially with a with a 
game like Mortal Kombat where it's just fight, 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 fight. Exactly. And those characters are so intriguing, and you really don't know a whole lot about them. So to just to explore it in a literary way, I think would be yeah. you know definitely beneficial oh. to help boost up those characters. Absolutely. Some of the, I mean, some of the lesser knowns. The early like 1992 MK comics are some of my favorite. They have some of the best, like absolute best art, and you could tell there was some uh, influence on, you know, on that with this. And, and those did a really good job of exploring characters and giving them nice long, you know, intros and, and backgrounds and stuff. It really made you care for the characters if you didn't already. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's my book. It's uh, from 1990. I want to say seven or eight. Um, I can't remember when MK4 came out. I cannot either. Yeah, it had to be late nineties. I remember because uh, I October fifteenth yeah. It was came out October fifteenth, nineteen ninety seven. I was probably playing that, and I was like four years old. Uh, <laughs> I I seen it in the arcade for the first. I was blow when I I was like, whoa. Yeah, they had is, a nice arcade was at Aladdin's Castle. It had a really cool. Yeah. It had the Quan Chi on the side. Oh, yep. Yeah. And uh, they had all Aladdin's Castle. I think I don't know if they were exactly lined up, but I remember the MK games were pretty close in, in proximity to each other. I remember hopping on this game. My dad, who wasn't like a big fan of me playing violent video games when I was younger, he's like, okay, you can give it a shot. Give it a shot. I put in some quarters, playing it. I got my ass kicked. And then he's uh, sub-zero, and I was falling down the pit. And then it landed with the spikes and blood was spurting everywhere. He goes, okay, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Time to go. I remember playing it, Darien Lake. You know how they had they had the normal arcade, yeah. But then they had the arcade in the back of the park that was like meant for just the campers. Yes, that yes. was like a hidden arcade, and that's <laughs> where they had I it. I do remember that a little bit. That's I probably so- had went there at some point because I was a camper a lot as a kid. Yeah, but I don't remember. Yeah, I remember they had. A, I believe Quan Chi was on the side panel. He was oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's uh, and it, it's funny too because thinking back, I was like, oh man, these video game graphics are like they're amazing. They're never oh, getting yeah. better than this. <laughs> <laughs> Again, nope. Yeah. No, not even close. I thought that when MK4 came out, I thought that when Grand Theft Auto 3 came out. Oh, yeah. I thought that when Grand Theft Auto Vice City came out, and I was obviously. Even San Andreas didn't age well. No, <laughs> no. They're fun playable wise, but yeah. graphics yeah. wise are bad. Yeah. But um, yeah, MK4 was. It was something. It was something, but it was the last arcade MK game, so it has a special place in, in many hearts. So they had a really cool promotional tour, I remember as well. But. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's my book, MK4, a little prelude for those who uh, enjoy the MK series. Nice. So, uh, uh, what I have for this week is a little offshoot from the Ninja Turtles. Uh, it's uh, IDW has been republishing uh, the old Image Turtle comics oh, from the late the '90s, which were kind of controversial because it took them out of that family-friendly environment. Raphael lost an eye, and he, for most of the comic run, would wear Casey Jones' mask. That's awesome. Um, Leonardo loses a hand. Donatello, the biggest one, uh, breaks his shell, breaks his back. He winds up getting uh, combined with this alien robotic being where it kind of takes over his mind and body, so he's more robotic uh, throughout the comic run. Uh, Mikey kind of stays the same. Splinter <laughs> becomes a man bat like creature in this run. Okay. Uh, Shredder's gone uh, for this run. They're basically battling the uh, still the Foot Clan, but under new rulers, new leadership. Um, but the cool thing about it is, as they were re 
reissuing uh, these these comics from the the nineties, that series was cut abruptly short, and it ended on a cliffhanger. And they never they never uh, they never finished. Is this so, Eastman and Laird? No, this is, a this is couple, after them. This is after okay. them. So this it still carries on the continuation of the original Turtle Run okay. of Eastman and Laird, but it's uh, more gritty. There was an offshoot of a comic called Body Count. Which just is Raphael and Casey Jones like going full blown like shotguns shooting people like definitely not for kids. Oh, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm so yeah. excited. At um, but this uh, this run they never finish it. It just got cut. It ends with this new character Pimico joining the turtles, but they still haven't fo- like solved the main mystery. They introduced the Lady Shredder, but you don't know who Lady Shredder is, and then it ends. So the cool thing was that when they picked this back up, they reached out to the original artists and authors, and they actually finished the series with a three-issue wow. conclusion. Oh. So they just last week released the last issue, issue number 26, to wrap everything up. And they do. They wrap everything up nice. Donnie becomes back to normal. Yeah. He sheds the robotic skin. Uh, you find out that Lady Shredder is actually uh, the granddaughter of... Um, cry oh wow and she was believed to have been killed earlier in the book but she's actually being manipulated by the same thing that was conflicting with donatello Mm. so that's kind of a cool little uh conclusion to the story you know leo's hand grows back because he's you know a turtle turtle he's a grow back um so it's it's cool Cool that they actually finished the book. Um, yeah, that's that's a long time coming too. Yeah, it's gonna be a little sad. I mean, I mean, did you read you read the original run? I not when it came out because I was out. still too young to really get those books. I but gotcha. I I re picked them up. I as they were releasing them, I I got them. Um, read through the whole thing. So it's cool because I I always remember hearing that when I was a kid that you know oh Donatello breaks the shell and he's he's a robot now. I'm like what? And uh, I remember they. You know, they they do a couple issues where since it was with Image, they team up with Savage Dragon, so yes. they combine that universe. So, um, so it was definitely a cool cool read, nice conclusion to the story. Uh, Splinter's back, and it ends with it ends really nicely with the the four turtles with Splinter, and they're going back to Northampton to like officially retire. They're cool. done in the city. They're done mm-hmm. fighting That's crime cool. because now the Foot Clan is good. Because they have an ally in that new character I, I talked about, that Pimico. Right. So she's in charge of the Foot Clan now. They're they've refound their honor. So it's kind of like the tur- the turtles got their retirement. They're just going back to Northampton, and it shows them like walking down the hill. Raphael's got like a five pack of beers. <laughs> uh, Mikey's carrying a pizza. Um, so it was it was it was a cool conclusion, and like you said, a long time coming. So it's pretty I, neat. That's, I love that. Like. As a, I remember hearing about this like violent turtles yeah. and this darker side, and I was like, I've always, I grew up with the cartoon, like, and and I like the late '90s, you know that I've always known this like family friendly, friendly, goofy Ninja Turtles. Yeah. So I probably would like love to just sit down with that. Well, <laughs> I mean, the Eastman and Laird stuff is is darker in tone, obviously, than the cartoon, say, but it's not like yeah. super dark. Okay. This stuff yeah. is like really, Older really dark. Yeah. Yeah. And their their earlier stuff was like. Their their first like few issues, their first run was like really really, well not really really dark, but it was dark. It was it was a little yeah. bit more adult oriented, and I, they were surprised that it's, I remember they were surprised yeah. it sold as much as it did. But they were like, okay, we can make some money, so we got to tone down the cut the the comic book, so we can do the cartoon and sell some toys. So they 
yeah, so this is a this is a really cool twist. I'm in. I'm yeah. I went, I'm gonna end up checking this out. This is gonna be like my weekly read. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely it's it's cool to like because you could see it and they kept the same art style. Um, yeah, it was cool for them to not only re-release these books, but it was the first time that you could purchase these books again since they originally came out. Um, they weren't reproduced as a hardcover edition or anything, so it was kind of cool to get your hands on this. Like you said, I remember hearing about this lore but never actually reading yeah. it, so it was cool to actually read it verbatim. That's awesome. Um, but for them to not only re-release them but then to conclude it was was obviously a super cool thing for the fans. Yeah, that's that's a huge thing. I love when like stuff gets finished. Like, it's there's so many shows that I remember watching that just like never got a final. Yeah, and comics and it just it's like oh man, I wonder how or I wish I would have gotten. Yeah. At the same time, sometimes I'm like I hope they never wrap this up because they'll probably ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was. I mean, you could tell they they kind of hand fisted trying to get it done in three issues, but they did it justice. That's good. That's good. No, that's that's important. That never because that never happens. No. You never you never get those. You you know what usually ends up happening. Like uh, like the second Independence Day movie, you just you're just <laughs> sad. <laughs> so bad. You just sad. You wait you wait twenty years for it, and then you just get sad, oh. and you're just like, uh, I didn't even bother. Ugh. I I watched it because I found the Blu-ray for three ninety nine. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I'm like, I'll give it a shot. I love Jeff Goldblum. Ah, uh, yeah. I went to the movie movies for that. And but oh, no. poor story sap. for another you day. Poor sap. Yeah. <laughs> I might have went to. I was the trying to lose my that, girl girlfriend now wife at the time. It was like, okay, let's reconnect. Let's go to a movie. Then this, this didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's gonna be bad when they killed off their main character in a. I think it was a web promotion material. Yeah. Oh yeah, test pilot. He's dead. Yeah. 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 Uh, what? How do you do an Independence Day sequel and not bring back Will Smith? He's too busy. He, but he's dead. No, now. he isn't. <laughs> he's not. He's, I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. <laughs> don't 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 make us lose sponsorships before we get them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that, so I actually did something I don't normally do and went a little mainstream. Um, normally, I, I kind of cover weird stuff because it's fun. For me, I was reading this comic, uh, Something's Killing the Children, and I was like gung-ho about covering it. I was super excited. I actually texted Michael and was like, you're not going to be here, so you better read this freaking comic because you'll love it. <laughs> um, but then I read I'm this. i you did it, you know, considering all the felons and stuff that you <laughs> drafted on your fantasy football team. <laughs> Shh. Don't make fun of me. I, I know. I'm There's the like gridiron gang. <laughs> <laughs> the mean machine. That's me. <laughs> but I, I picked up this um, Marvel Avengers issue, the current um, Earth's Mightiest Heroes run, issue 33. And I was like, oh, oh I have to talk about this because it's so good. The issue starts out in Kunlun with the coolest looking Moon Knight I've ever seen. He is like totally bandaged up with the mask with like the classic ties and he's got an onk around his neck and he's doing like a meditation pose. And it looks better than Finn Jones meditation pose. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this. Right. Um, I've seen people in wheelchairs that have better poses than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we're never having him as a guest. <laughs> I think Will trashed him last oh, week. <laughs> so bad. I don't know if it's his fault, but like, no, but it's, it's, his, fault. it's <laughs> his fault. Sometimes I can blame the writing, but it's like, dude, you are terrible. There's, I can't there's, stomach. There was way better castings for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyways, but so he comes out and he goes, <laughs> "You know, I live in Manhattan. Like, there's definitely an easier way to find you, find me." Um, 
And he goes on and he goes, you're Moon Knight, aren't you? And he goes, I'm the fist of Khonshu and this can only be done one way. And Danny goes on this whole thing. He's like, well, I guess Luke isn't that big at texting either. And he goes, you can call me. He goes, I seek the Iron Fist. He goes, you can call me Danny. He goes, you don't understand. I seek the Iron Fist, not you. And they get into a fist fight. Uh, and it is awesome. They do in the little bottom, like he throws a punch and Iron Fist blocks it. And it says like fro- floating, uh, frozen lotus palm block, like furious forearm of second thoughts. And it's like, pulling this all out in the bottom and every time <laughs> I heard, or uh, Moon Knight throws a punch it's just fist of Conchu just every time and he actually ends up knocking out Iron Fist pulling the Ankh off his nest, neck and sucking the fist powers out of him with the Ankh well shoot and so Danny Rand is left powerless cuts over to Doctor Strange Doctor Strange is fighting a group of mummies um, at the Sanctum Sanctorum all of a sudden, he gets punched in the head by a pair of brass knuckles with an onk on it, and he no longer is the Sorcerer Supreme, and Moon Knight is. And Moon Knight has a second onk now with the Sorcerer Supreme powers. Um, cuts. Robbie Reyes wakes up. Robbie Reyes doesn't feel right. It's like something's going on, and you see a flame-covered uh, the Charger driving away with the onk in the top, Moon Knight in it, and he has the Ghost Rider powers. Man, he's just collecting everything. Yep, <laughs> he's like he's like Chris Evans, Johnny Storm, uh, in in the second yeah. Fantastic Four movie. Hey, give me that. He give actually <laughs> gets into a fight with uh, Black Panther, and he uses this sweet set of nunchucks. Black Panther's like, you can't take my powers. Like, I am the power that I have. So he goes, fine, you're gonna come with me, and like, kidnaps Black Panther, shows up fights thor and i love it because he's moon knight sometimes he's been he's mr knight sometimes he's like changing his suit every time he shows up he's someone different when he's like fighting dr strange and um and robbie reyes he's mr knight when he's like in a serious fight he's moon knight uh thor shows up and like here's his heard what he's doing and he throws mjolnir at him and moon knight like just puts his hand up and it stops he goes silly you're using a hammer made of moon rock like what are you thinking turns around and Beats the living crud out of Thor with his own hammer, just like telepathically. Just smacks him around with it um, and calls it back to his hand. And another Ankh with his power. He actually knocks Thor into a different universe. Like completely into a different galaxy, rather. Not universe, a different set of planets. And he looks up at Khonshu and says, um, and she says, it may not be enough, but now the real work can begin we can defeat the devil. And it ends with him kneeling with all of these onks full of power and Conchu's hand on her head. Does he look like Mr. T at the end? <laughs> he has so many onks, yeah, and they're I all mean, like lit up and No, fire. look at his head. Like, he can't even lift that thing. He's <laughs> weighing him down. I pity the fool. And the second comic, like, has similar stuff going on. Um, it's a three-issue run called uh, la, 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 The Quest of Conchu, I believe. And it's super cool. It covers what's kind of going on in the comics is Mephisto, the age of Khonshu. Mephisto is the big bad currently in the Marvel run. Um, And they're trying to do everything to stop him. So this is Moon Knight kind of going in his own route following Khonshu to stop Mephisto. Uh, It's three issues long. It just wrapped on 36. This was cool because I don't feel like he's had like a front and center appearance in a while yeah and to beat the crap out of the avengers tells me okay marvel must have big plans for this character yeah you could tell they're trying to build him up in the mainstream uh, 
and I love it. It yeah. was an awesome comic. The the artwork for this was crazy. Uh, and just watching him, he just like has his hand up, and the hammer is just spinning, just smacking Thor in the face. To have him go to fist to fist with Iron Fist was awesome. Um, this was a really cool comic, and I like that it wasn't a lot of like the. There was a couple top characters, but there's a lot of different characters with Robbie Reyes thrown in there yeah. and stuff. Um, and it definitely had more of a mystical vibe. That's because that's who's everyone he was going after was mystical powers. Uh, which this was a cool comic. Again, we talked about this. That this is the third week we'll talk about this, but Marvel and their mystic stuff always kind of feels like a, a stepchild. They don't love it. And the mystic is front and center. Moon Knight doesn't get a ton of love front and center. And watching the Avengers get the floor wiped with them, like, fantastic. I absolutely love when, like, your your big heroes lose sometimes. Like, yeah. it has to happen. And to lose to an ally was even cooler. So I, I really, I really enjoyed this. I'm here for This it. was fun to read. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. That sounds like uh, I have to look into that. That sounds like a good read. Yeah, yeah. definitely different. Not it wasn't very um, text heavy. It was just a lot of action, and it was perfect. It's like looks like a cartoon. Like the artwork is Saturday morning cartoon all all day. I did get that vibe when you showed me it. So no, that looks very good. But uh, all right, with that we we clean house, boys. Oh yeah, good bang bang good timing. Boom. Good Big timing day. too. Good. I can go home a little earlier than I planned. So <laughs> <laughs> I might be able to make bed by 10. No, you have to edit this now. No. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not even in the slightest, man. <laughs> no. I would never do that to you. I know you wouldn't. Well, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. So we got some comic books. Is there anything else you guys want to add before we close shop today? The only thing I'm going to say is the, the, our catchphrase at the end, right? Yeah. I don't think Edna Mode would like that catchphrase oh, no. very much. Well, because they don't all do it. <laughs> no capes. <laughs> no capes. That's why we don't wear any. <laughs> We're taking her advice. That's why we have podcasts. Exactly. <laughs> so we don't get sucked into a jet turbine. <laughs> With that said, remember, not all heroes have capes. Some have podcasts. Podcasts. <laughs>